Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. I'm Joey. And I'm Judy, and we're so glad you're joining us today. And we are excited to talk to you about our series on dating. We're continuing. Last week, if you missed it, go back and listen. Share it with someone. Um, If you are new to dating or maybe you have been married and divorced and are contemplating, okay, I went through healing, Mm. now I want to start dating again, go back and listen to part one as well. And we're excited to continue it. We got great feedback and testimonies about it. So keep sending that us in that and your questions too. Yeah. I think one of the people said on there that they didn't know that, that dating could be simpler than they made it. Yeah. That, that it was made last week. And so take these principles, apply it to your lives and invite the Holy Spirit to, to yeah. take over and do what he needs to do. For sure. And, you know, we talked a little bit about kind of, um, of, of the possibility of, staying abstinent during dating, even in Christian dating. And Mm -hmm. yes, it's possible and different things like that. And this week we want to cover, um, almost like the law of attraction. Like what are you attracting in your life? What kind of, uh, there's a saying, you know, that we teach others how we want to be treated. And so what is the type of person that you've been dating? The type of girl you've gone out with, the type of guy you've gone out with, um, has there been some sort of pattern is and, and why what what is it that what is it about that pattern you know mm. um i i just uh, even for my own child i'm like uh, as as they're getting into young adulthood like praying like god i want them to have the you know this kind of person oh my gosh i wish it was the, this this yeah. person here they're they're so sweet and kind and i'm like or do they only want bad boys what what is going on here Hope you not. know um no but sometimes you have to ask yourself why am i attracted to a certain individual mm. And why do I keep attracting these certain people? And sometimes the question has to go way far back is, what kind of marriage was modeled to me in my home when I was a child? That's good. How, was, how did my father treat my mother? Mm-hmm. What kind of category would I categorize him under? Was he rough? Was he mean? Was he rough around the edges? Was he controlling, et cetera? Is that the kind of man I'm attracted attracting now what kind of wife was my mother to my father is that the kind of person i am now in my dating area Mm. or is or as a guy is that the kind of woman i'm attracting someone that you know um it's because they say sometimes oh you marry your mother or you marry your father but the really thing the thing that we actually do is we marry a person to help us heal from the wounds that were never healed from our parents We marry someone that helps us heal from the wounds we never dealt with. And then when, when we either get healed from them, we think, well, this marriage is stagnant or we we've gone nowhere because you married them for the wrong reason, or you'll always kind of keep needing them because they were just there to kind of soak up, help, help you tend to those wounds. Yeah. Well, that's, and and that's a really deep question to ask yourself Mm -hmm. because it requires you to be honest with you. Yep. And, and the most difficult person to be honest with is not your friend. It's not even God. It's yourself. Yep. And, and when you're being honest with yourself, you got, with honesty, you can't allow truthfulness or honesty when you answer that question to come out and you do nothing with it. Right. You have to take responsibility in your hands and say, hey, if I'm getting with somebody specifically because that's what I've been taught to do, maybe subconsciously, or I've been doing it because it's been a pattern, it's comfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's like this, learning how to drive for the first time. Mm-hmm. When you learn how to drive and you learn how to go to the school and you learn how to get to the grocery store, um, that's not the only way to get there. But because you were taught that way, even if it's the wrong way, even if it's a longer way, even if you have to 
take more turns to get there, which isn't economically sound for your car, right. you're going to take what's familiar instead of examining what's the fastest path and what's the best path. Mm -hmm. And so with this questioning that you're asking yourself, like I love what Judy said, is to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why have I gone after that? Why is it this pattern? You have to be open to taking a new way to get to that destination point in dating. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mentioned it as this. I, I was talking to, to Judy earlier today and I said, it's sometimes we expect to catch a different fish even though we're fishing in the same pond. Mm -hmm. And if you've had the same dysfunctional guy, same dysfunctional girl, they just have a different face and a different name. Mm -hmm. It's probably because you've been fishing in the same pond expecting to catch a different fish. But the reality is, is that you have to do something different. Or I would even go yeah. as far as saying you're using the same bait if we're talking Boom. fishing here. There you go. Same bait. So it's I like, it's like, you know, um, I don't go fishing much, but that's kind of what I'm envisioning. It's like, um, and we're not that we're trained to tell you bait someone, <laughs> coerce them into your life, no. but it's what are you putting out there? Because we are talking about attraction. What, what yeah. are you, what are you putting out there? Why are you, catch, why, yeah. why are you, you know, in a sense, catching these type of fish? Why are in a sense, are these kinds of individuals coming to you where mm. they immediately expect something out of you or, or maybe it's a money thing. Maybe it's a sex thing. Maybe it's like, Hey, you know, all of a sudden I don't understand, but we'll be good for two months. And that's every relationship I break up with after two months or after six months. It never lasts past six months. We can't make it past the six month mark. Well, why is that? Mm. What is happening that what happens during that, that time that you can't make it past that and, and asking yourself, like Joey said, having that self-reflection time. Yeah. I, I love the, the, you saying the bait instead of the pond. That's, that's, that's huge. If I've been meeting the last two guys or last two girls I dated with at the club, mm -hmm. And I'm expecting to have an honest, wholesome, right. you know, kind of relationship. But I met them in a place that isn't that way. Yeah. How can you expect that if you use the bait to get them there? And I'm not saying, hey, go to church and you're not going to find a scoundrel dude. I'm not going to say that because there's still people that are, are wolves in sheep clothing. So, so you still have to test it, right? You still have to examine the heart. You still have to go through the, the process. But at the end of the day, you set the benchmark by what you're using as bait to get them. Right. Absolutely. And and like we talked to you about last week that we learned this statistic that, yeah, even in Christian dating websites that people expect to immediately probably have inter, uh, intercourse or they have yep. already. But we want to tell you, you don't have to do that. You don't have to give in to that. You don't have to um, say, you know, just because it's expected of me. And so immediately just so now we want to give you kind of some practical things like what can you do to break that two-month um, um, stigma of like this just keeps happening or that six-month like stagnicity like I date them and then here we are again or I'm breaking up with them again or this is what's happening so one of the things obviously we mentioned is kind of self-reflection asking yourself like what mm -hmm. is going on with me is it the type of individual that I'm seeking after or they're seeking after me and why and then number two is, have you laid out kind of like your, we talked a little bit about this in part one, but have your non-negotiables. Like, what is it that I'm looking for? What is it that I want to receive from a relationship? And That's what is good. it that I want to give? Because you want to give what you want to receive because it's, 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 you'll sow what you're reaping, you know? And then um, honesty, you know? be honest with yourself and be honest with that, with the other person so that there's no thing, nothing that 
in that six months, it's like, oh, well, you could have told me this six months ago, or I wish you were honest with me about this, or, you know, be honest more uh, sooner. Be honest sooner yeah. about your values, about your integrity, about the things that you um, you are looking for, you know, as you begin to know and Amen. get to know this individual. And then the last one, too, is um, don't rush the friendship portion, mm. because I feel like a lot of people rush the friendship and want to go immediately to romance, and they don't That's realize so that developing a friendship leads to romance because you begin to trust that individual. You begin to see their character. You begin to see their follow through. Are they a person of honor? Are they a person of their word? And sometimes we're like, you know, I'm just going to rush by being their friend. I have other friends. I just want a romantic relationship. Mm. Like we can't rush the friendship part, the filet type of love that that is very important, that brings you comfortability, brings safety in a relationship, allows you to feel like, hey, I can be myself with this person and immediately go to just the romance or the attraction, the, the, um, uh, what is it? The Eros, Eros type of love, right? That's like, oh my gosh, they're just really good looking, but they're not really good to talk to or they can't hold a conversation or they just only yep. want to talk about this, you know, or that. And I kind of want to talk about a little bit deeper stuff and get to know them more. So don't rush the friendship portion in dating because Try to go for, instead of saying, I'm trying to, um, you know, develop a husband here or develop on, a wife, to say, I'm trying to develop a friendship and kind of change your perspective in that. Yeah, and I, I love that you, that you talked about that because I think a lot of times, even you and me, I know we dated way earlier than we probably should have, mm -hmm. but we became really good friends first. Yeah. Like we, we talked about not all of our deepest, darkest secrets, but we talked a lot about the things that bothered us, the things that held us up. And we've, we've and just yeah ourselves the things our yeah. likes our dislikes got in, got to know each other you yeah. actually got to know each other <clears throat> and when we did that yeah I fell in love with the person that Judy was not just who what she looks like on the outside mm -hmm. trust me I enjoy that part but but I fell in love with the person inside first I mm -hmm. really found out hey I see what she's made up of I see the decisions she's making I see the hardships she's went through I see her. And that's what friendship does. Friendships allows you to see somebody really inside before you can really see them on the outside yeah. and appreciate them. And so I love that. And I think that that's vital. It's vital to be a friend. And it's vital to be a friend long enough because if you can't stand them as a friend, let me tell you this right now, you're not going to be able to stand them in a relationship or in a marriage. That's when you're true. sharing money, when you're sharing a bedroom, when you're sharing closet space, when you're sharing <laughs> children, when you're sharing yeah. vehicles, when, yeah. you're, when you're sharing space and traveling, those things is not going to work out. And so you have to make sure that you're doing that. With this yeah. also, with your non-negotiables, and I feel like I have to say this, and it's both for men and women, is you cannot marry, or you can't get into a relationship with a ministry project. I'm just, I want you to hear that. Mm -hmm. You might think that you're a strong enough Christian that you could take that guy with all those right principles and yeah, he has a good job and man, he looks fine. And, or a and, girl. Or mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm just using yeah. the guy's example for me. You know, you, have, you can't think that, that you're strong enough to convert them. Mm -hmm. You're not responsible for their conversion. You should be responsible in your relationship for moving um, in maturity together. But every time you have to reach down to pull them up to your level, you're delaying your growth as a whole. And so I really want to challenge men and women yeah. to not go after somebody just because they look like somebody on their checklist, just because yeah. they meet two of the right. three boxes. If they're not a Christian, and, and, and I don't just mean Christian by checkbox, by salvation when they were nine years old, but if they're not serving in their church, if they don't really love Jesus and show it by the things that they're doing in life, 
I wouldn't even put them on the plate. Mm -hmm. That shouldn't be even an option for you. And I know it might sound harsh right now, but I want to tell you, you're avoiding hardship and major disagreements because you would be coming back to us. Judy and I have seen this. We've seen people say, oh, I got a boyfriend, I got a girlfriend, and this is what their relationship is. And we maybe advised them or told them, uh, you know, they don't have the same faith as you or they're not in the same category as you. Yeah, but I, I feel like it's going to that. They're open to go to church or they're open to do this. But then eight months down the road, they're like, they don't want me to go anymore. They said I'm annoying or, or going to church is, 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 is a waste of time. And, and I said, what did you expect? When you have somebody that you're trying to convert instead of enjoying and developing friendship, that's what you're going to get. Yeah, for sure. And, and, act and realizing like, Asking the asking God in that question in the beginning, God, um, do what is my part in this person's life? It, should I immediately cut the cut cut the cut the connection before it gets any further? Do you want? Is this just ministry? Do you want me to be a be a light, minister to them, encourage them? Um, mm. Never let it develop the friendship develop any further. Never let it go romantically anywhere. Or do I just completely disconnect? You know, because some because knowing that is it doesn't mean. Sometimes you just develop a good friend. I know people that have dated and they actually became best friends and they're dating other people and they're thankful they got to know each other. Like, mm. oh, I'm so glad we got to know each other. They just became really, really good friends. They check in one, with one another, um, but they decided romantically, you know, this isn't the best, but that's because there was a friendship developed first. Mm. Um, and so I've, I've definitely seen that too. And so the other thing that I feel in this next part that we want to talk to you about is I felt like God wanted me to walk some of you through, um, forgiveness, <laughs> forgiveness of self and forgiveness to start again. Um, because some of us, uh, some of you have gone through just different things in your dating life. And like I said, maybe some of you have gone through, um, just a really bad breakup. You were engaged multiple times, or maybe you were divorced multiple times and you have, you have not dated, your dating experience has not been the greatest. And I feel like God wants me to tell you, it's okay to start again. Mm -hmm. It's okay to forgive yourself and start again, where you may feel like God, I don't know. I just, I'm just totally give up on dating because again, we're talking about attraction. I keep attracting the right, wrong people, or I keep breaking up with them every, every six months, or they keep breaking up with me, or they just keep using me. Uh, what's wrong with me? And I just want to tell you, there is so much freedom in forgiveness of self. So much freedom because God says to forgive. Um, he doesn't just tell us to forgive others, right? He tells us to forgive ourselves, right. like, because God has already forgiven us. So don't hold on to shame, guilt, condemnation. Forgive yourself and start again. Start again. That phrase keeps coming to my heart. Start, start again. Start again. Yeah. Have the hope to start again and let him guide you as to what's next. What is it that you, that, that you are afraid of, you know, but when we go through that process of forgiveness, we can say, God, this is under the blood. And now I can start again. I can have mm. hope to date. I can have, I can see a clear vision that one day I'll be married again, or I can maybe right now you're married and you're like, okay, this is a cool podcast on dating. I'm already married, but maybe you need a spark in your marriage. Maybe you're like, God, I just feel like we, we stopped dating because we stop. we are going through the motions. We don't even date each other anymore. We don't even pursue each other anymore because <clears throat> you know, we just share bills and sleep, sleep in the same bed. And, and, you know, we put up, put our nose plug in our earplugs and that's it. And I want to tell you, no, 
It does not have to be that way. God doesn't want it to remain that way. I just declare right now that you will have that fire back in your marriage, that you have that just supernatural communication with your spouse, that you begin to just talk to your spouse and tell them, hey, this is what I want. And you give them, you're, you're giving what you're desiring to, and you're going to see that rep, uh, duplicated back and right. reciprocated back because it doesn't have to be that way. And there's moments that even in our own marriage, we've had those talks. And I'm like, hey, this is what I want to see, intentionality of dating of pursuing me um because a girl never wants to stop being pursued i the, after after the wedding night um right do you want to touch on that give, <clears throat> give guys advice married guys i feel like we i know this is a dating thing but we need to kind yeah. of well i i think i think that sometimes as, as men your attention can get focused too much on paying bills mm-hmm. doing the next thing taking care of something in your car or your house that you forget the number one attention that you have first and responsibility is to your wife. <clears throat> so even asking God to help you pay attention to your wife, to attend to her, yeah, and to find out what she needs. Ask questions too. You know what she loves. You're the one that she fell in love with. So repractice those things so that it shows attention. When you yeah. show attention, you'll get hers. Yeah. And I also want to tell you this. <clears throat> it doesn't necessarily have to go back to... Um, Oh, I just wish it was as it should, uh, whether you're married or maybe you're, you were in a good dating experience and then that went away and you're like, oh, I just wish, wish it was as it should. No, God doesn't want it, want it as it was. He wants it better. He wants to give you better. Like when he restores and redeems, he doesn't give you, oh, here you go. Remember that, that glass you had before it was broken. Here's another one. It's just repaired. No, he gives you like a shinier one. Like that's, that's that's the kind of God we serve is that he gives us better. He gives us just incredibly better things. So we just want to, we hope that this was encouraging to you and that you feel like, Hey, I can move past this fear and I can move forward with forgiving myself, with forgiving myself from these past relationships that cause pain and I want to give myself the opportunity to deserve hope again to deserve to hope again because you do you deserve to hope again so continue to send us in your questions but we just want to wanted to remind you again that you are worth it you're worth the dating process you're worth starting again and again if you're married you're worth having that spark in your marriage and continue to pursue each other. Never stop dating one another and never stop learning. Even if you think, oh, I've married this long, I already know everything about them. No, we change. We change. And so we want to continue to pursue each other. So we just want to pray for you. Yeah. Father, we're so thankful for our time together. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. As we pursue and talk about healthy dating, we invite you in it. We thank you that your Holy Spirit will lead us, will guide us, will direct us. Yes, Lord, and we just thank you for everyone listening that is maybe hurting. Maybe they are feeling like they're giving up. They're giving up on dating. They're giving up on just trusting again. And I pray that you give them the wisdom and the guidance into what avenue, when you want them to start again, do they, do they, where do they meet someone? Is there maybe a singles group at their church? God, maybe a uh, singles Christian website, whatever it is, you give them that God. Maybe they just meet someone through a mutual friend and it's this, this, this wonderful individual that you already had set for them. But I thank you, God, that, that 
they meet someone like Joey talked about, not someone that they're going to have to convert or a ministry project, but someone that is going to love you so radically. There's this, there's this quote that says, a woman should be so lost in the Lord that, that a guy should, should have to seek God to even find her. And so, so we say that for both, that, that whoever's listening, that you continue to just sure. seek Jesus. And God, I thank you for sending them people that seek you and love you. And that follow, they follow your word, God, in how to honor, how to court, how to treat someone. And again, how to start again. So we thank you for that hope that is released, God. We thank you for what you're continuing to do. We thank you for the victory and the testimonies that are coming from people that are going to say, you know what, I gave myself that chance. Or maybe today was just, my goal was just, I just forgave myself. Or I allowed myself to have that hope again, God. So Lord, I thank you. And we bless every single person listening in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Happy Wednesday. Have a wonderful rest of your day.